Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. I'm your host, podcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. On the show, my friend Anna Scarborough-Rawson, who you may have heard on some previous episodes we've done. And also she's a co-host of our new podcast, Gloss, our home of pop culture. She'll be joining us. We'll have a chicken. One of us had a fall. Okay, it was me. And therapy updates. And we're introducing a new regular feature. Now, the self-love club is nearly four. And one of the most important parts to me has been the community of self-love clubbers. It's so beautiful that you're all here and I really want to feature more of you on the show. There have been hundreds, probably thousands of beautiful messages I've received about how the self-love clubs helped you. So we will be addressing the self-love club DMs on the show, answering advice. Everything will be anonymous. So if you have any advice you want just to chat over something, whether it's relationships, careers, life in general, no judgment zone, all anonymous. Send them to at self love club podcast on Instagram, my Instagram as well, where they usually come is at Belle Crawford and we'll leave these in the show notes for you. Dipping in to the self-love club DMs, this one's not advice, but I thought it was so lovely and I wanted to give a shout out to Laura. She said, Kia ora Belle, my name's Laura. I from Auckland, but I'm currently in Finland following my dreams. I just wanted to thank you for the work you do, particularly on the Self Love Club podcast. I was tapping through my Insta stories and my friend recommended it on their story, so I started listening to it. New member of the club, but the timing couldn't be more perfect. Oh, welcome. She says, I struggle with anxiety and it has been particularly evident here in Finland because I'm constantly alone with no friends or family. I was finding this week quite rough, getting caught up in my own thoughts about myself, doubts, disappointment, etc. until I came across the podcast. First of all, hearing your voice almost made me cry because I miss Aotearoa and listening to a Kiwi talk on such positive and empowering topics. And it's that little slice of home that I needed. She's also said, to give you a brief summary, I'm a freestyle skier and my dream is to one day become professional. It's been a real challenge, not only as a woman in such a male-dominant sport, but because I'm from a low-middle-class family and have chosen to follow what might be the most expensive sport ever. Uh, laughing cry face emojis. But I'm not only doing this for me. My dream is to use my one-day platform as a professional athlete to create change in the world, starting with empowering, inspiring women as my number one. I love encouraging girls to find their passions and believe that they can achieve the impossible. Yeah, girl, I love that so much. We're all about that. Keep on getting out there, living your dream self, love clubbers. It's so beautiful to hear what you're all doing. So don't be a stranger. Get into our DMs. You can share how the podcast has helped you, maybe some favorite episodes. And of course, if you need advice, that's what we're going to get to today with some particularly tricky pickles people have found themselves in. 
I also wanted to let you know about our new podcast, Gloss. You may have already subscribed. If you haven't, please do us a huge favor and hit follow on your podcast app to Gloss. It's our home of pop culture. So if you've been a fan of my book club over the years, the shows I recommend, the pop culture side of things, we do a lot of critical analysis, deep dives. It's not salacious. It's not nasty. Obviously, that is not our vibe here at the Self Love Club Media. If you are listening to this episode as it's going live this week on Thursday, part one of our next deep dive series goes live. I'm not going to give away any clues or say what exactly it is, but the people I have told about this, they just have this look of pure joy. Oh my God, no way. It was a big thing for a lot of us growing up so I hope you enjoyed that that'll be live this Thursday on gloss make sure you follow turn on automatic downloads so it's in your podcast feed as soon as it drops and then there'll be another part dropping the following week but Anna and I have gone so deep in our research for this it's been yeah also let me know what topics things you would like me to cover on the episodes in between our guest episodes, we do have a bunch of ideas and things we're working through. You may have seen a few episodes back, I started the self-love diaries and the first one was about how to strengthen your relationship with yourself and that focused a lot on self-care and enjoying your own company and feeling stronger, doing things independently. So if you do have any other ideas, things that you would find really helpful, please let us know and we'll add those to our list. Let's get to the rest of our episode, answering DMs and catching up with Anna. Hello, Anna. How are you? How's your week been? Good, thank you. It's been a good week. How's your week been? Yeah, good. You got any updates for us? How's therapy going? I know you've been seeing one quite regularly. You've been giving us little updates. Last week, he was trying to fire you. Well, he you tried, thought... Yeah. He didn't do that this week, so I think he must um, not be feeling so stressed out by me, which was good. Gave me some. He always gives me some homework, my readings to do this week that are on um, assertiveness and boundary making because he's picked up that I'm very passive. So we're always learning things. We're always uh, working on ourselves. Yeah, we love. Oh, we can discuss. I think one time we'll do. So we've already done plenty of episodes talking about boundaries, but I reckon let's dig into those because that is something that so many people struggle with, being assertive, especially because a lot of us were taught not to, and then people don't like it when you have boundaries. So it'll be interesting to see as you set boundaries. I know when I have over the years, people sort of <laughs> don't always like it because they've benefited from you not having them. So it will be interesting to see if you notice that. Yeah, I'm terrible. I don't... Very, very bad at boundary making, being assertive to the point where you just don't even really know how you feel about things by the end of it. No, it's not sad. It's just, it's not even anyone's fault. It's, I guess, just your conditioning growing up and just, I don't know how deep you want to get into it. Like growing up, girls were always told to sort of be really accommodating and, yeah, nurturing. So I don't know. I don't know how deep it goes other than I'm passive and I'm trying to be more assertive. We'll dig into boundaries on another episode because that's something people are always wanting to fine-tune and we are so passionate about here. I've got some random stories to tell you as we talk about sometimes like side quests and things. So first of all, it's a bit off topic, um, my hand's healing now. But last week, the day, the last time oh, we recorded, yeah. I went to pick up my boyfriend from the airport and I fell over. Oh, it was quite dramatic. I had quite the fall, just tripped 
on this concrete, fell like forward, slid onto gravel and then fell backwards. It was awful. And I guess I'm just a bit proud of myself that over time I've progressed to when I fall not breaking things and touch wood. Thankfully, I was okay, just grazed myself a bit. But the grazing of the hands, man, I forgot how much that hurts. Yeah. And I cried. Oh. Yeah, it was awful. It just gave me a fright. Like, it's the shock of falling. Were you embarrassed? A little bit. Like, it was in a very public place outside the uh, international airport terminal. But, oh, oh, well, these things happen. And it wasn't in front of too many people, thankfully. It was, like, near a car park. And there was this really nice lady, though. She she came over and she thought I must. She's like, have you broken something? I was like, no, I'm just a bit upset. Like, I'm in shock. Maybe I was carrying on a bit much. I don't think I was. I just had a bit of a fright. And, you know, when you fall, especially when you've fallen before and you've broken, like I've broken my arm and my shoulders before falling. So you get a little bit scared while you're falling. She gave me a plaster, which was nice. <laughs> she must be a mum. Yeah. She had like a big Band-Aid plaster in her bag. I'm yeah. like, wow, prepared. Sort of like seemed more like a... Uh, our parents kind of age yeah. like a, maybe a grandma or something but that was really nice of her but no it was okay I was just instantly annoyed you know thinking of it's funny when you hurt yourself you think of I can't do this tonight like I wanted to make this really nice dinner and in my hand I couldn't make dinner like it was no no good and you know the next morning I'm like I went back to do my workout but I just went for walks for a few days until it started healing up but yeah Anyway, did you just trip over um, yourself? I tripped over on like, it's actually quite a dangerous bit of concrete. Like <laughs> You should write to them. Maybe, I can't, probably should, but I can't really be bothered. But it's my own fault, but I tripped over this concrete and like kind of like down a step. And I tripped and then I just flew onto gravel and it really hurt. Ouchie. I anyway. have so much shame, I would probably die of embarrassment. <laughs> Anytime uh, I fall over or something or like walk into something, I just try to pretend like nothing happened. And, you know, sometimes when um, someone asks you if you're all right, that's always what makes you yeah. ups, more upset when someone asks you what you're like. But, um, yeah, no, Freddie stubbed his toe the other day. And you forget about, like, when you're a kid and you it stub hurts. your toe all the time. It really, really hurts. Every time he, like, has a little drop of blood, he's like, look, mum, it's bleeding. It's yeah. bleeding again. Like, all my blood's coming out. And it just seems like the end of the world. But it hurts when you stub your toe yeah. on, like, gravel. I think also when you have an accident like that, and it's probably a little bit dramatic of me, but it's nice when you get a bit upset. You're like, oh, well, I'll just let it all out. Had a little cry. So, oh, just let it's probably just the, like, let go of some of those emotions. It's not even about the fall. It's about everything. Enjoy, enjoy the moment of getting to be a little bit emotional. No, it was okay. But yes, that happened. Um, We do have, we're going to start a new feature where I'll answer DMs. And I thought I'd get you in for some of these as well, because, you know, we can always help out, give some advice to some of the things that have come through. I've always been very lucky and I guess privileged to get sent a lot of different messages, beautiful ones, but also asking for advice. And, you know, we all need a bit of help sometimes. And, you know, when you're in a bit of a pickle, you sort of reach out and you're looking for the answers and everything so I thought we'd tackle some of these I've always wanted to be an agony aunt (laughs) this is our moment okay first one here we'll go with I'll keep it anonymous I had a message which says hi Belle I have questions and I need some advice my boyfriend says he doesn't have any money and I always pay for everything And I don't want to leave as I do love him. But I want to know, do you think he is using me for money? I also feel, this is so sad, I also feel like the ugly person in the relationship as he's way too good looking for me. Oh, that hurts my heart. 
I've also been the ugly girl that no one wants and I'm 32 and never had a boyfriend before. Here's my first proper relationship. I want to save money as it's pretty hard out there with living costs and everything going up. What should I do? That's so sad. I know. First of all, yeah, there's a lot to that, a lot to unpack. And it makes me feel very sad that, and I know, we know, people can mm. often think very lowly of themselves. And, yeah. And that can be really hard. I think there's a few things going on there. What do you think about the boyfriend first up? He doesn't sound like a cool guy saying you've not had a boyfriend before. And then also that you feel like the ugly duckling. So it sounds like you've got really low self-esteem. So that's something... That, I mean, I think everyone can relate to on some level. So because you've not had a boyfriend before and then you feel like he's too attractive for you, you've put him on this pedestal and it sounds like you're sort of letting him walk over you a little bit. Mm. Also, it'd be interesting to know who organises, who makes the most effort to like catch up and who's the one organising your dates that you go on. Is it equal? Is he organising it or is it you? Like, yeah. I I'm a big fan of pros and cons lists too, like... Yeah, that could be a good idea, write the good things, write the bad things. I think, though, if you're insecure about things and then you're in a situation like that, it's only going to amplify it, yeah. whatever it is. So I think there's a few parts of this, but definitely you probably need some time to work on yourself, which we all do. It's not this big, scary thing, building up your self-esteem, your self-worth, and maybe those are deep-rooted things that you might need actually some help with. You know, obviously listening to podcasts like this or doing some research or talking to someone about it. But sometimes it can be, as Anna and I both know, and seeking a therapist and someone who can really help yeah. you and work out why you feel this way. And if you've done therapy, you might relate. They often ask you, which sometimes I find so hard to remember, but a lot of things that you feel are linked back to a time in your life, yeah. an experience, maybe an age when something happened to you that a lot of therapists will try get you to go back there and sort of work it out. And that's a technique they seem to use anyway. Have you had that? Yeah. Do that to you? Yeah. It might be something worth looking into, getting some help. And don't think of that as a bad, scary thing. Just think of it as someone wants to help you out and make you feel really confident. I think when you feel that way in any dating experience, it's really hard, but if you aren't going to work on that yourself, then it's probably going to keep showing up yeah. in relationships and make you feel even worse about yourself. Yeah. Also, being 32 and there's, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, but it depends what stage in life you are. You're saying you want to save money, what you want to do in the future. If you are staying with someone like that, that you've, you're obviously feel deep down maybe that he is taking advantage of you the fact that you're even asking it. When someone asks someone what they think, it's usually because you kind of already know or some part of you in your gut feels it. But it's probably just holding you back a little bit. If you work on yourself, you never know who's going to come along or what opportunity is going to come along. But unless you're willing to be uncomfortable and step out of your comfort zone and put the work in mm. and be by yourself probably, which is really hard if you know, you've know you not had a boyfriend before and you've got one now and you already feel like he's too attractive for you. But it could just be holding you back from something really amazing in the future. Mm. Short-term pain for... Short-term sacrifice for long-term gain, I always tell yeah. myself. I think maybe, and only this person can decide what's best for them, but I personally would and I don't want to tell them what to do but I don't think this sounds like a good relationship it says he says he doesn't have any money and I'm always paying for everything and because their self-esteem so low they're willing to put up with that behavior 
that aside, if you work on yourself, build your self-esteem and everything like that, you're probably not going to, one, attract people like that, or two, you are not going to feel bad to put boundaries when Mm -hmm. people are taking advantage of you like that. It really does start with yourself, and I don't think it sounds like a healthy relationship from the information that we have. Yeah, it's hard to judge a relationship on that. I hope he's not the one making you feel like you're not attractive enough for the relationship. It sounds like it's coming from her. People do also take advantage of people when they have like yeah they can sense it and they know the weak points when you're in a relationship and they know how to push your buttons and what what to do to get what you want I would really invest in some therapy maybe some podcasts that talk about this some things that make you feel good I'm personally learning to be more assertive and set boundaries it's something I'm really bad at I just want to give you a hug really like you shouldn't feel like that unfortunately it might hurt to let it go and I know how painful breakups can be and also the pressures and you feel like at 32 that you should have a boyfriend and there's something wrong with you if you don't there definitely isn't. There are worse things than being single. Really, there are, um, even though society makes it out like it's this really terrible thing you're doing. I personally think your happiness and being in healthy situations is more important than staying in a relationship that's not healthy, happy, and not serving you. Still to come, we're answering more advice from the Self Love Club DMs, a situation you may have found yourself in when you move overseas, you're not quite sure it's for you and you're freaking out. We'll be back after a quick break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Another message here. I'll keep these all anonymous. It says, hey, Belle, this is so random, but I feel like you're very approachable, and we've spoken before in the past about my sister's eating disorder, but this time it's for me. I moved to Australia last year with my dog to live with my friend and start a better life. I also ran away from an ex after an awful breakup and I knew I didn't want to get back with because I knew I would give in eventually and find myself living an unhappy life, lonely in New Zealand. And it was one of the hardest times of my life. I decided to go to Australia, but I'm finding myself so miserable stuck here. I feel stuck and scared and I don't see a future here. I miss home in New Zealand so much. I'm just scared to come back again with not many friends and leaving behind my best friend and my sister here and also a bit embarrassed that I haven't stayed for a very long time. Well, first of all, that's huge of her to pick up and leave and like have the balls to do that and know that if she stays, she would get back into like a toxic relationship. So I think that's really commendable. I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about that. That's a really hard thing to do. Yeah, and you've got to look at things as well. I actually can relate to this. I moved to Melbourne for a little while. I didn't stay there for a very long time, but you'll look back on this time and realize that a lot of good will come from it. I know that from my time in Melbourne, I think it was like seven or eight months. It wasn't quite a year, but I know that I gained so much from that experience and I grew as a person. It helped me to think differently about things. And maybe it's not saying New Zealand's a bad place. It's a great place. I love it. It's home. And I wanted to come home as well, but it can often, when you leave and go overseas, it can make you think outside of 
things and think more laterally and that's when I started doing work on my own and and started doing other things I guess more entrepreneurial rather than thinking I had to have this one job which a lot of people do think yeah so yeah just try look at it as an experience and never feel embarrassed like you can always come home and and no one really cares like you think people are judging you because you didn't go for a very long time they might be like oh she's back and then they move on with their lives yeah no one's so worried about what you're doing also like there might always be a part of you that wonders like what if I always wanted to move to Australia and then if you didn't do it you'd probably be wondering what life would be like if you did but now that you have done it you can work to create a life in New Zealand back home that you love and not worry about what could have been yeah and my my advice would be only you can work out what's best for you and I I know that sometimes when you're in these situations you're asking other people what they think a lot and they can give you advice but at the end of the day it's your life and only you can work out what feels best for you and what's the best option for you and if you're not happy there just come home it's a three-hour flight away to most states in Australia Just think of it as an experience and it probably did teach you a lot going there, leaving that ex, getting away. I think sometimes people move away because they think it's going to fix their feelings. Oh yeah, like going on holiday and then you realise you're just as miserable on holiday because it's the same person. Yes, so just be mindful of that. I'm not saying this is the same in this situation, but that's something to think about in general is if you've got issues and problems or you feel a certain way, they'll just follow you to wherever you are. Doesn't matter what location you're in. Yeah, so that could be another thing. I would just sit with it, have a think about it. Again, like Anna said before. Pros and cons list, love a pro and con list. Yeah, and work out what's going to work best for you. Talk to your friend as well because they will probably want the best for you. It feels very heavy to deal with these things on your own, Mm. but what do they say? Problem shared. Shared problem halved. Just remember that it's not a bad thing if you move and come back. A lot of people do it. Yeah, a lot. (laughs) But also, like, now you know what you can do by yourself. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Another thing as well, I have moved a lot. So another thing to think about as well, and this isn't saying that you should stay there, but it does take time to settle in a place. I think I've moved about five times now since I left home. Due to my work and my career, I had to change cities a lot. And it does take you time to settle. So just be mindful of that. And sometimes you do need to give it a little bit longer to settle, Um, especially in those first few months. You hear of a lot of people that move to London, for example, which is such a big change. It's very far away. And then they think, oh, I've got to go home. But if you just give it a little bit of time, the homesickness does go away and you just it's it is hard to make friends in new places but I reckon it can take nearly two years to settle in a place from my experiences Auckland was probably one of the places I settled into quite quickly I had a few friends here that I already knew Mm. a lot of places I've moved to I knew nobody and so I had to sort of start over a lot of times but that's another thing it's just putting yourself out there a little bit or maybe connecting with people that you know that happen to live there or through your work or something also it depends when it was that she moved because if moved and it was in lockdowns or something like that or what part of Australia was in lockdown a lot that was a real that's a really hard time for anyone let alone being in a brand new country and not knowing that many people so that's enough to make anyone feel miserable too so yeah yeah I think you need to sit and think about what you think's best and when you think about your future where do you imagine it being Mm, yeah that's a really good piece of advice what do you want and if you don't know what you want that's okay as well but how does that look for you what are your goals what do you want your life to look like and And work backwards that can kind of simplify it for you a little bit while you do feel a bit confused you can think okay 
I want to be doing this job, I want to be living this lifestyle, and then that can sort of help you make those decisions and definitely simplify it. Yeah, I think we make things sometimes like a lot more complicated than they need to be, when it could just be like, how does something make me feel? Well, I hope that helps a little bit. As always, our DMs are open. You can send them to me at Belle Crawford on Instagram. Otherwise, send them to at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. We'll leave links to these in the show notes. But I think it'll be a good chance to actually answer a lot more of my DMs. I do try to, but it can get a little tricky at times when you're doing doing a lot of things. So this will be a good way and probably help out other people in the process. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, definitely. You're never alone. Whatever you need advice for, whether it's relationships, careers, anything. Just send it our way. Do it. We'll do our best to help out. Thanks for joining us on another episode, Ada. Welcome. (laughs) That's all we've got time for. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club. Please support us and hit follow on your podcast app to subscribe and turn on automatic downloads. If you're enjoying listening, please leave us a five-star rating and write us a kind review. This helps new people find us, something which is so helpful. And you can find us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Belle Crawford and Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. You'll find the links in the show notes. Plus, if you haven't already, go subscribe to our new podcast, our home of pop culture, Gloss. We have a deep dive. If you listen to this in real time as it's being released, there will be a two-part series coming out this week. And I'm thinking you're going to be quite excited by this one. A couple of people I've mentioned that we're doing it too. Look on their face. Oh my God, no way. It's a huge part of our lives at a certain point. I don't want to give away too many clues, but you shall soon find out. I'll catch you soon.